0: download the episodes, and make sure to leave a review. And we want you to be a part of the conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at MikeCTennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com. Special thanks to my sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NB gives back. You can also help support the podcast by visiting patreon.com slash behind the racket pod and receive rewards from our travels around the world. And now. Nicholas, congratulations. First challenger title here on U.S. soil. What does that mean for you?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's very special to be honest. Um, that's what I came here. I have I've been wanting to come to the U.S. and play more. Um, all of last year and all of this year. Um, so yeah, I mean after French, I was like I'm just gonna head over there and you know play more on hard court and um, play at home. And that's kind of why why I came here because I wanted to play more at home and and you know it worked out pretty good why is that important to you at this stage um well i've just been playing so much uh abroad you know and in on clay, and i really want to improve my game on hard um especially because i really want to do well in the u.s swing yeah going into the open um so yeah that's kind of like the main reason why we came here because um i wanted to you know really improve on the hard courts, I feel like I am pretty pretty good on clay, uh, but there is certain things we're working on on the hard courts that I kind of wanted, you know, to to put it on the on the match court.
0: Yeah, and, and this is more big picture, and then we'll talk about today. But uh, last week you had it was success that run to the final in doubles. It's clear there is there is intent to be a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more towards like a first strike capability, and I am wondering what last week's doubles final. What that meant and how it influenced you this week
1: as well. Yeah, I mean, every time I step on the court, whether it's on in singles or in doubles, I want to win. And if sometimes I don't play doubles because um, I feel like I'm, you know, I want to res- reserve my energy a bit more, um, so I would just won't step on the court. But if I do step on the court, I really want to work on my game, and I think doubles is a great um, uh, chance to, to you know take returns early, come to the net, work on your serve and volley, work on your volleys, work on your reactions, all those things. If you want to be a complete player in singles, you need. So I feel like um, that's kind of why, you know, I, I have been playing more and more doubles, um, and I really I really enjoy it too. So um, it's all about finding also, you know, the partner that, that wants to um, really battle uh, whether he loses or wins in singles. Um, and I feel like last last week we had a great connection with with Alexis and and yeah any every every time I, I get a chance to play doubles I'll, I will play doubles because I, I I enjoy it and I and I really want to do well there too.
0: So the last three days, uh, seventeen aces Friday, sixteen aces yesterday. 19 today, which according to Tennis Abstract is a new career high for you in charted matches. There are obviously futures that we don't know about, right? But 19, new career high. Where has it come from? Because previously, two this weekend,
1: it was 10. Where did that come from? That's funny because <laughs> at the beginning, in the first set, I was like, "Man, this guy is reading all my serves," <laughs> and I was like, "I'm not. I'm definitely not going to get to 16 because I know I hit 16 yesterday." Yeah, and I was like, I- "I'm not going to get to 16 today." <laughs> And then I started mixing it up, mixing my positions. And um, then I started getting a bit more free points. Um, but, I mean, that's uh, that's also a lot of um, to do with how much work we've been putting on the serve. Uh, I feel like if you want to be up there, you got to have a really good serve and a really good return. Uh, my college coach, um, Marty Davis, at Santa Barbara, he always told me uh, the best players are very good servers and very good returners but a good serve always beats a good return. Um, So that's kind of like also a mentality that I have on court. Um, Just, you know, going for my serve and, and, and really working on it on, on a daily basis to get it where I want to be. You also today had to adjust your return position. You were
0: starting in the first set and even early in the second way back. um, Weren't getting that depth that challenges him. Right. So it looked like you took just little incremental steps forward and, that
1: depth seemed to be really what kind of turned the tide just forcing him off that baseline a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he's very smart. Like he's very smart. I wouldn't say he's the most physical mm-hmm. guy, but he's very smart. So I would take a step back and then he would um, you know, spread me with a serve or then he would hit me a uh, body, then he would change the the speed, he yes. would change his ball toss, just like playing with me the whole time. So I also had to do adjustments. Am I returning, you know, just to keep him guessing, keep him um, honest and on, on the on his favorite serves. And I feel like that was just, you know, the main the main reason why I did that, just because he was he was mixing it up so well. And I and and I didn't at the beginning, I couldn't read a lot of his serves.
0: You also mentioned, as we were just talking on court, that that backhand cross, it it can be so potent from him. It just stays low. You were able to take it away from him um, through the back half of the second set and then through the third set as well. What did you do to make it so that that was not as
1: effective for him? Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just the way he prepares, you kind of think he's going to go line. Mm -hmm. And then last minute, he just goes cross and just bunts it there. And it just stays solo, um, but skids. So on these courts, it skids. I've, I've never played him, so maybe on other courts it would you know it would stop a bit more Mm -hmm. a bit more slow where I can maybe run around or actually even hit a backhand but a lot of the time here I just I mean I could only slice because it was so low Mm -hmm. Um, obviously I was I was trying to force myself to to be loose on that on on that side and on my forehand when I run around it because otherwise you overspin it and it just stays there and then he moves you so it's it was very tricky but I feel like um, I was just very tough mentally you know just telling myself, just go one more cross-court, go one more cross-court, and then not give too much um, of the baseline, you know, stay on top of the baseline and and, and try and take time away from from his shots whenever possible.
0: So when we're talking about those three things, right, all of them, your adjustments, your counters to what he was doing early, what does that mean to you that you are able to, at, at times, just take away kind of these three things just each one incrementally improving throughout the match what does that say about who you are as a player that you were able to problem solve today uh
1: i mean i think you you kind of have to otherwise you're not going to you're not going to win matches you know I, you've always you've definitely heard you know people saying yeah tennis is a chess chess game it is you make a play and then i'll defend myself and if you don't make the play i'll be aggressive um and i'll attack you and it's just like that constantly um one thing's for sure if 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 something's working don't don't change it you know but a lot of the time there I would adjust it would work for a couple games and then he would adjust and then I would have to adjust it was just back and forth back and forth back and forth um so so yeah I mean that's also uh something we work on you know on the mental side just being calm in order to realize those things that uh, you have to change uh, throughout a match well I, I want to let you
0: go because you have to hydrate i I'm assuming you're flying tonight
1: oh, I don't even know what time is it what time it is,
0: is it? Four, yeah 350 uh, I don't know if I''ll make it <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then I'm definitely gonna let you go but i I guess I just want to kind of sum up you and you and Glenn obviously this has been a partnership for about 15 years now it it means a lot and now it's another career high you are building I know us open is is a big important step for you what's the goal for these next two months here as you build towards that i mean top 100 is possible before that direct entry possible how are you just making
1: sure you focus on the day-to-day while also thinking about that big picture yeah i mean knowing myself i don't like to think too too much too far ahead you know i don't even look at the rankings i let glenn do that um so i i'm just gonna keep being myself keep working uh this means a lot to me but it's just one more tournament you know mm-hmm. um that's the the how tough tennis is yes um so so i just gotta keep my my feet on the ground and and stay at it you know keep working hard on a daily basis um and and keep working with my team and in all aspects mentally physically um nutritionally tenistically you know um to to keep improving uh keep making you know adjustments keep building uh stuff to my game um and and just keep working well it showed here today especially that was a a
0: tough physical mental match and it came through on the positive side so congratulations thank you so much thank you so much the show might be over but the conversation isn't join us on social media at noah 33 at mike c tennis and at Behind the Racket. Expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. It really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you Behind the Racket.